0: From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now.
1: On today's broadcast, the leaders of South Korea and the UAE meet to discuss ways to further their relations, with Abu Dhabi pledging to invest $30 billion in South Korea. The search mission regarding the passengers aboard a plane that crashed in Nepal, including two presumed South Korean nationals, resumes. Main opposition Democratic Party leader E.J. Myung is summoned again by the prosecution, this time for his alleged role in the Daejeongdong land development scandal. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. Making his first overseas trip of the year, President Yoon suk yeol is on a state visit to the United Arab Emirates. On his first full day in the nation, the president held a fruitful summit with UAE President Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al-Nayan that resulted in a massive investment pledge by the oil-producing powerhouse. Daniel Che brings us the details. President Yoon san yeol and his United Arab Emirates counterpart Sheikh Mohammed
0: bin Zayed al Nahyan held a summit in Abu Dhabi on Sunday that produced a multi-billion dollar investment pledge by the Middle East country. After arriving in the country on Saturday on the first state visit by a South Korean head of state since the two nations forged diplomatic ties in 1980, President Yoon met with Sheikh Mohammed at the presidential palace of Qasr al-Watan on Sunday to discuss advancing their special strategic partnership to the highest level. During the session, the UAE leader pledged to invest $30 billion in South Korean industries, including nuclear power and the defense industry, as well as the hydrogen and solar power sectors. With representatives from some 100 South Korean conglomerates, as well as small and mid-sized firms accompanying Yoon, 13 Memorandum of Understanding were signed in line with the Sheikh's pledge, with scores more expected to be signed on Monday. In announcing the pledge, the UAE leader said that the major investment decision was made with confidence in the country's ability to keep its promises under all circumstances. President Yoon, whose invitation to South Korea at a convenient time was accepted by Sheikh Mohammed, said in a social media post that he will never forget the trust put in South Korea by the UAE. Also via social media, he paid tribute to the South Korean soldiers serving in a joint training unit stationed in the country, praising their courage and passion as the power that safeguards South Korea following Sunday's visit to the AK unit, tasked with training the host country's troops and protecting South Korean residents in the event of a contingency. While meeting the unit named after the Arabic word for brother, the president called the UAE a brother country and stressed that its national security and South Korea's
1: are one and the same. Daniel Che, KBS World Radio News. The two South Korean nationals confirmed to have been on the plane that crashed in Nepal on Sunday are reportedly a man in his 40s and his teenage son. According to foreign and local media, search and rescue operations continued for a second day for four people that remain unaccounted for on Monday, a day after authorities found the bodies of 68 passengers of the ATR-72 plane operated by Nepal's Yeti Airlines. It has not yet been determined whether the two South Koreans are alive. 68 passengers and four crew members were on the plane when it crashed in the city of Pokhara in central Nepal, a gateway to the Himalayas, after departing from the Nepalese capital of Kathmandu on Sunday morning. Nepal's Prime Minister Pushpa Kamal Dahal convened an emergency cabinet meeting and formed a panel charged with probing the cause of the plane crash, which is unknown as of now. Meanwhile, the search mission for the four people that remain unaccounted for resumed on Monday after it was called off after dark on Sunday. Prosecutors have summoned Maine opposition Democratic Party leader E.J. Myung for his alleged role in the Daejeong-dong land development scandal. According to the legal community on Monday, the Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office delivered the summons to appear on January 27th on charges of dereliction of duty and violating anti-corruption law. Prosecutors suspect that E while serving as the mayor of the Gyeonggi provincial city of Songnam, helped private investors reap 440 billion won in profits from development projects incurring losses for the city government. They suspect that he facilitated the receipt of 42.8 billion won by his aides, including then-chief policy advisor jin Jinsang, and intervened in drawing his election campaign funds in return for business favors. Last week... Prosecutors questioned E over allegations that he solicited hefty donations under the guise of sponsorships through the local football club Songnam FC in return for administrative favors when his position as mayor of the city also made him chairman of the city-owned club during the 2010s. With the nation's advisory committee on infectious diseases set to discuss lifting the indoor mask mandate on Tuesday, panel chief Chung Gi-suk said he does not expect such a decision to accelerate the transmission of COVID-19. In a press briefing on Monday, Jung said the time to lift the mandate has neared, projecting the latest wave of the pandemic to end after an additional 2 to 3 million infections are reported in the country. Despite favorable domestic conditions, the chief advisor said it would be safest to further monitor external factors before making a decision. According to health authorities, daily COVID-19 cases hit a 12-week low at under 15,000 on Monday amid a slowdown in the latest wave of the pandemic. Police now believe 16 people were behind a fraud scheme involving 1,139 multiplex housing and studio apartment units. According to an official from the Seoul Metropolitan Police Agency on Monday, 11 additional people, including realtors, have been booked on fraud charges in the lump-sum Junsei rental scandal. The latest suspects joined five others identified by the police earlier for their involvement in the case surrounding a landlord dubbed a Villa King who was found dead late last year, leaving hundreds of renters in deposit retrieval limbo. Since last July, the police have investigated 119 such rental fraud cases and have so far referred 109 related suspects to the prosecution. Scores of vehicles crashed in a massive pileup on an expressway in Pochung, Gyeonggi Province on Sunday night, leaving at least one person dead and 17 others injured, three critically. According to the police and fire authorities, the crash occurred at 9.10 p.m. near the Chukseongyong tunnel on the expressway connecting the two northern Gyeonggi provincial cities of Guri and Pocheon. With around 40 vehicles estimated to have been involved in the pileup so far, the number may further rise as the police plan an additional investigation including the cause of the accident. One woman, presumed to be in her 40s, was pronounced dead after she was taken to the hospital in cardiac arrest. Three men also sustained serious injuries and were moved to the hospital unconscious. Apple TV's Korean-language drama Pachinko has won the Best Foreign Language Series title at the U.S. Critics' Choice Awards. The Critics' Choice Association announced this year's winners during the awards ceremony in Los Angeles on Sunday, including the drama rendition of Yi Min-jin's 2017 eponymous novel that traced the lives of a Korean immigrant family in Japan. Pachinko won the honor over eight other contenders, including South Korean drama Extraordinary Attorney Woo. It is the third year in a row a Korean language work has received an accolade from the Critics' Choice Awards following Minari in 2021 and Squid Game in 2022. Meanwhile, South Korean romantic thriller Decision to Leave, directed by Pak chan failed to win the Best Foreign Language Film category at the awards with the honor going to India's RRR. South Korean golfer Kim shi has clinched his fourth PGA title in Hawaii. Kim shot 6 under 64 in the final round of the 2023 Sony Open on Sunday. The 28-year-old golfer finished 18 under 262 to win the championship, beating Hayden Buckley of the U.S. by one stroke to collect some 1.4 million U.S. dollars in prize money. The last time Kim grabbed a PGA win was in January 2021 when he won the American Express. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index gained 13.77 points or 0.58% on Monday to close the day at 2,399.86. The tech-heavy KOSDAQ also rose by 5.07 points or 0.71% to end the day at 716.89. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 6.01 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,235.31. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.